Okay, <laughs> David spreads the joy. <laughs> it's time for another podcast. Um, okay, as the vicar said to the village pond, hello, ducky. <laughs> Here we go. <clears throat> as you know, I've been putting my poetry on these like uh, five minute, seven minute, ten minute uh, podcasts and uh, just sharing um my latest poetry and occasionally an old poem i wrote you know a few years ago so here we go again and um i hope you're all well and um looking after each other <clears throat> here's my latest uh opus or mini opus it's um it's a reaction to uh a poem i was sent by Mar uh, uh, from miranda gold who's uh one of the coordinators in my poetry Zoom group. And she sent um, a Sylvia Plath poem, which is, uh, I, I'm a big fan of Sylvia Plath. And she sent the Elm Tree one. And uh, it's, uh, so I read it and I reacted to it, which is what I do sometimes. I'll read another poem by someone else. Uh, normally not someone so, so, uh so obviously a you know a, a meteorotic uh, you know that red comet type of 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 uh powerful poet as plath you see i'm getting tongue-tied talking about plath because i get confused because i'm very emotional when it comes to sylvia plath i occasionally in the blue hours i will go uh, over to Primrose Hill and um, and have a look at uh, where she used to live in Fitzroy, Fitzroy Road and um, around the corner where she lived with Ted. Uh, I'm digressing again. Let me. Okay, so I read this poem by Sylvia and I. this is how I reacted to it. This is a poem I've written called Complete Tender. Tender this evening tide by speaking on my dear way. All notice gone, once human bone breaks under the cursed blanket. Complete disaster this night, the hurried wind escaped to Mars. Moon hidden in murderer cloud Trees sweat with purple history. I hurry along the hidden path. There is bitter flower in night garden moon. Slight shadow of worn day. That yester dream of youth and glory. Beaten back by tide and ticked clock. Still then that cold breach of inner dread sheathed for Morrowland and dead kindred, hearken back to the page of life and all the ships you saw sail away. Leave only this island, this undone journey over sleep. The harder tick of the stickered palace, that chamber of secret commerce, 
were told that other lie. I did not die. The wind is with me to sail for dawn. Oh, uh, <clears throat> so that's my reaction to the Sylvia Plath poem. And um, <clears throat> it's one of my better ones, I must admit. I, I quite, I'm quite taken with it, even though I wrote it myself, which is a bit... I'm always, I'm always, oh, it's a bit precarious when you start sort of ego, egotistically uh, uh, reminiscing on your own words. Um, so I think I should, um, I've already explained to you the reason I wrote it is, is, is a reaction to rereading an old Plath uh, poem. So, okay, so there is that which I, I wrote uh, on the 21st of April, which is, <clears throat> as it's, what's it, about 29th, is it now? So that's uh, just over a week ago. Okay. So, all right, so that's the newest one I've done. I haven't done anything since then. Let me um, give you some, a couple of, uh, from about a month or two ago. Uh, to dance at your father's death, only to be eternally haunted, to lie to a first love and be told the bitter truth, to swim for the shore when all around are drowning, are the act of a broken heart. That's a little uh, ditto, <laughs> right? Twenty-second uh, of November, which uh, last year, which <clears throat> in, for any history buffs out there is is, is the day that. Kennedy was shot in uh, Dallas, Texas, 22nd of November, 1pm, or was it 1.30pm? There's a little trinket of information for you that you have absolutely no need of. But uh, yeah, I just, I'm, I have a fixation on dates. Uh, okay, here we go. With, this is very, I don't know why I wrote this. This is just, this is only three lines. And uh, this was um, 20th of November, so uh, 2020. A modest dream, though fulfilling, is still a minor key. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's uh, very Japanese of me. <laughs> <clears throat> Okay, let's give you something more um, beckoning, shall we? Let's try this. This is uh, one of my longer ones. This is called uh, Should See, and I wrote this on the 16th of November 2020. And according to my notepad, it's uh, 15.32pm. So, you know, <laughs> what did do? Must have been having tea and crumpets at the time. <clears throat> La, 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 la. Okay, should see. Should have been, he said, an actor. Everybody said so. Tapping on a million sores, mobile face, the statement, the courtroom beckoning. On the schooner sailing round Scotland, otherwise years called fainting praise. Yellow mist, hiss, hiss, hiss. What is thus, that, this kiss? There's not a soul in here. Imagination steps, you, it's you. 
Weak at their knees, whispering prayer, music rolls in on the feverish, flattering scars and memories, and I ache, sailor. Door open down to the river, watercress, I eat, I dream. Women speak indescribably, making red redder. I skipped away, reeling off the words, hide in the yesterday, she slept awake. Mummies are working harder than daddies, while the garden grows dangerous corners. Where are my rusty scissors and the comfort of yellow again and again and Van Gogh again? Women are nowhere to be seen or heard. It is a wilderness filled with nothing. And what of the new stage with jagged props just for hungered amusers? Laughter, shaking metals, making redundant noises off. Only lions roar after eating. That band of gold, quiet and hard looked. There is no wood here to hide in. Only bad paintings sold to dearly beloved and hung out to cry. Women speak obsessively, getting whiter and whiter. I have no script which is horrendous, and it stings mysterious barbs from those voices in the mist. Where is discomfort, the Bible day one telling? Shoppers rush to the Versailles gift shop. We are all make up and in line for these things, the big exit, the epic journey, the slow handyman, the final curtain. Women speak incoherently, getting wetter and wetter. Behind which you can hear them, the gilded eye beckons. This is bliss, this is heaven, everybody says so. Well, not everybody. Certainly not the gardeners, or those fishers of men. I see two mermaids, swimming in the sea. They do not notice me. Why should they? I am only a bad actor on a shaky stage, waiting for the blackout. Okay. <clears throat> oh, I've forgotten now. Okay. Ah, oh, this is, um, oh, this is a reaction to another poem as well. This is a reaction to a T.S. Eliot poem, and I can't remember which one. We were in our poetry uh, Zoom group with Miranda and Heathcote. We did this, uh, oh, I should, I should reference this stuff for anyone who cares. But uh, we read it, uh, a T.S. Eliot um, poem, which is all about, you know, like a, noises off and, uh, you know, and you have these breakups in the lines of where you hear in this poem that I just read you, like there are little two-line bits in between the verses. Women speak indescribably, making red redder. Uh, women speak obsessively, getting whiter and whiter. Women speak incoherently, getting wetter and wetter. And then at the end, you I swapped it around a little bit and said, I see two mermaids swimming in the sea. But in the original, I put swimming in the Red Sea, but I thought, no, that's too 
that's a bit too biblical. So let's just keep it, let's keep it uh, simple. So uh, I forgot. My, oh yes. So the reason uh, for this poem and why I wrote it is as a reaction to uh, to the T. S. Eliot poem, where he did a similar thing in like a, in a breakup with the two lines, you know, like six lines of like an abstract uh, connection, then like the the women thing, two lines, more six more lines, and two lines of another you know, women, you know, trying not to throttle, you know, their children or <laughs> whatever. And, um, yeah, and I thought it was a good, because I've never seen that in a poem before. So I thought that was a good uh, tool to, to, to try and work into one of my poems. And I think, I think, it, I think I've done a pretty good job. Hope so. Anyway, I'm banging on a little bit. I will read you one more poem before I sign off and go and do more obnoxious things. Uh, what's this? This is interesting. This doesn't have a title. I wrote this on the 15th of October, 2020. Ooh, midday. Okay. Ooh. Yellow smoke and roundabouts. View bites made on green. Railway lines around her face. A shocker to be seen. Ruddish brown, drop me by, plaffy piffy platter. Snakes appear in creepy crime. Ask the knife, what's the matter? Salmon kinky talks in sleep. Wish for me, kiss cost. Planets have a fit. Coffin up the lost. <laughs> it's quite, I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> I've forgot, forgotten all about this poem. Yellow smoking roundabouts, few bites made on green. Railway lines around her face, a shocker to be seen. Reddish brown, drop me by. Plaffy, piffy, platter. Snakes appear in creepy crime. Ask the knife, what's the matter? Salmon kinky talks in sleep. Wish for me, kiss cost. Planets have a fit, coughing up the lost. Hmm. I can, I might edit this a little bit because uh, I think I can make a better ending on that. So I'll make a note here. Oh, I'm, I'm overrunning. Okay. I, I'm, uh, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy what I share with you. It's uh, important for me to try and share my poetry I think it does me good to write it it may do you a little good to listen to some of it if it gives you a little joy in life and that's that's all we need really for us to spread the joy amongst us each other and look out for each other look after your brother look after your sister and um, I will see you again and on as they say in Latin ta-ta